Liz Mahan, Physician Recruitment Advisor at AAPPR, and this is the I Am AAPPR podcast series. The I Am AAPPR podcast series was created for recruitment professionals by recruitment professionals. We're virtually traveling the country, seeking out the incredible stories of our AAPPR members. This is an opportunity to showcase our pride and the unique members, corporate contributors, and offerings that come along with being a part of AAPPR. So what makes you say, I am AAPPR? Hi, I'm Liz Mahan, Physician Recruitment Advisor at the Association for Advancing Physician and Provider Recruitment. And this is the I am AAPPR podcast. Today, I'm joined by Donna Ecclestone, also known as Donna from Duke. Donna Ecclestone is the Director of Provider Integration and Onboarding at the Private Diagnostic Clinic at Duke Health. Donna and her team are responsible for streamlining and standardizing the onboarding initiatives for clinical faculty and advanced practice providers across Duke's faculty group practice. In 2016, their onboarding process was accredited by the Joint Commission as a best practice model. With over 25 years experience, she is a sought after speaker and content expert on physician and APP onboarding and offboarding. And she's helped several medical entities start or strengthen their onboarding program initiatives. Donna is a former board member of AAPPR and is passionate about her involvement with the Education Committee and as a content leader for AAPPR certification program. She currently serves as webinar chair and holds her CPRP certification from AAPPR. Welcome, Donna. Thanks for joining us. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. We're always excited to chat with you. <laughs> So Donna, tell me a little bit about your journey with AAPPR. You have been so involved over the years. It was the best thing that I could do for my career. Um, I remember my first AAPPR at that time, ASPR conference, um, and my organization didn't really think that the organization was something that would benefit me. And I sat in a room um, and we were only allowed to sign up for the training part, not the whole conference. So um, I sat in a room with a, con a conference hall full of people and the speaker was talking about the 101 course and was talking to the audience and they asked the question, how many people in this room were looking for neur neurosurgeons? And the whole room raised their hand. And I was like, this is the place I need to be because we're all doing the same things and we can learn from each other. Um, and over the years, I just dove in. Um, I found opportunities to connect with my fellow colleagues in the academic world and help launch the academic in-house recruiter chapter, which is now a shared interest group. And then when I transitioned into onboarding, I was able to do the same thing and connect people and form the onboarding and retention chapter, which is now a shared interest group. And I really am so um, lucky to be, have been a board member for six years and watched the transition of the organization 
through various um, executive directors and the strategic plan process um, and still love to be involved as I am now with the education process. So it's been a great journey for me and I'm very deeply um, just honored to be here. That's amazing. And, and we're so thankful that you are here because over the years you've brought so much to the table. I know I hear from members um, about how much mentoring you've done and obviously how much you've helped to grow programs, including the education program. You've been incredibly involved with the education committee at AAPPR. Um, so what has that experience been like? What is the education committee? What do they do? So the education committee uh, reviews the um, platforms of which we serve our members with various webinars and conferences, et cetera, to inform and educate um, the organization on key um, relevant topics. And I think what I am most proud of is that we focused a lot in our early years of just towards recruiters, but the, the space of the organization and, and just the future of the organization has transitioned to not only recruiters, but sourcers, to onboarders, to um, other entities that make up the recruitment continuum. And I was able to, as a board member, voice that outside perspective of a recruiter. And that's what I can see that we're doing more and more with these new educational platforms. It's just, you hit the nail on the head. The recruitment continuum has just blossomed and grown over the years. And it's great that as an organization, we're able to work with and bring resources, not only to the recruiters, but to all recruitment professionals. So those sourcers, those onboarders, um, you know, people, and then people involved in the special interest groups like OR and AIR, it's just wholly encompassing. Right. And you also were involved in the launch of a new competency model, which again touches on all those all those areas of the recruitment continuum and all of the members of AAPPR. So what exactly does that mean? What is this competency model? So the competency model is really the platform for our success in the future. It's um, driven by educational platforms that are not just recruiter focused, but recruitment professional focused. So there are technical domains, which are areas like sourcing, screening, select and offer and hire, onboard, retain and plan for our uh, workforce succession that touches all of the recruitment professionals. And then there are cross cutting domains where those cross-cutting affect every of the technical domains, like practice professionally and ethically, communicate to establish and maintain relationships, champion equity, diversity, and inclusion, and use data in decision-making. So the, we are able to um, base our educational um, offerings on those Core components 
and have a platform for all of our um, success and, and well, all of our direction for the future. So it sounds like it really does two big things. One is to unify every area that a recruitment professional should be knowledgeable about or at least have some sense of. And also um, ensures that we have a roadmap for the future, Absolutely. that we can chart our course mindfully. Absolutely. And we never had that in the past. Um, I was involved with the um, prior um, writing of the questions and the prior program of um, the FASPA program. And this time with our new uh, educational platform, we did it right. We want to be the leader in this industry and we are setting our, our uh, testing and our training to be leader qualified. Um, we have subject matter experts that are presenting it. We had a person who's engaged with measurement and surveying and test writing who helped write the questions and was gauging the whole process. And, um, you know, we have put a lot of money into this, but we're doing this to help our members do better and also succeed. It's so important. I know, you know, one, one thing I really learned firsthand when I was going through, at the time it was FASPR, now CPRP, is there were certainly areas that I was strong and there were areas that I needed to work on. So it's nice that we have a competency model now that very easily helps all of us identify where we're really strong and successful. And then those areas that, that maybe we don't flex those muscles enough. Maybe we need a little bit more um, rigor or just a little bit more education to help us do our best in our roles every day. Right, and that's where webinar planning and conference planning helps us take those areas and have an opportunity to expand on them because all of our programming is based on these models now. That's fantastic. And you actually, so you mentioned webinars. I know a lot of our members meet you for the first time uh, through our webinars, hearing you give the introductions and help facilitate conversation along the way. So tell us a little bit about those webinars and, and how they help to benefit all of us at AAPPR. Yeah, the webinars are a deeper dive into these subject, uh, these technical domains and these cross-cutting um, domains. Perfect example, we, um, you know, one of the cross-cutting was the uh, championing equity, diversity, and inclusion, and we we're able to take that focus and expand on it and have a webinar on it. A lot of it, uh, we had um, also about using the data in decision making. So we just had a webinar on the benchmarking survey, and we're able to um, help members see how they can use data, data better to justify positions and justify um, time to fill analysis that um, you know, they, they are quoting um, and their supervisor or their CEO or the C-suite might be quoting something else. You know, we have a, a great comparison tool now. 
Um, so those are, they're wonderful opportunities. They're once a month, sometimes they're twice a month, um, but it's just a way to take a deeper dive into these areas. I think it's important to note um, we really rely on members for this content and for subject matter experts. So um, Donna, I think you and I should make a pitch for members to be thinking of, about webinars that they'd like to present in areas where they've learned something or had an interesting project. So um, how would you recommend if a member has a topic they'd like to talk about in a webinar or present in a webinar or conference? Yeah, um, and it, How and do they it do could, that? And it could be even um, that they know a good speaker and they heard a good speaker or a subject matter expert on it. Um, you know, what I suggest to anybody is just get involved. Um, and you can send your name to the, um, when, when the, there's a call for proposals um, annually for the conference and put your proposal in and you may be afraid to do that and has never done that before. But I will tell you that there is help along the way should you get selected um, and we're not going to throw you to the wolves we're going to prepare you for that and you are going to get more out of it than than others attending because you're you just the and not saying that the others attending aren't going to get something out of it <laughs> but just saying that um it's it's just this cool feeling of being able to accomplish a feat um, that you didn't really feel like you had or a trait that you really and doing it so well um, because you're prepared because you have the expertise and then you have other people that want to learn from you which is also a way to warm your heart um, I, you know I remember a, a lot of people at um, suggesting things like lean you know they had lean projects that they um, did at their organization and then presented as a webinar um, they had case studies um, that they you know, had at their organization as far as um, how they put a plan in place and how well it worked and they wanted to share that with others and they were able to use that as a webinar. Um, so it, our organization is so focused on members helping members and webinars, presenting a webinar are is one of the ways that members can help members. And you have, uh, I, I do work with some people that have never presented before. And after they present and had a successful presentation on the webinar, they're like, oh, we're so glad we did that. Um, and then they get all these people that call them and ask them uh, about what they presented on, which is you know, giving back, which is awesome. That's amazing. It is a little bit of a rush. I mean, mm -hmm. we're all nervous that first time that we get up to present a webinar or, oh my gosh, in person. Um, but you're right, when you're done, there's that little bit, like there's that surge of adrenaline that's right. like, oh, I did that, that was amazing. Right. Um, and we love hearing all of the things that our members are doing and mm -hmm. um, the programs they're developing or the projects that we're, they're working on. And you're right, presenting a webinar or doing a little bit of a case study is such a good way to share that information and to give back to fellow members. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other area that you that you mentioned um, is networking and members connecting with other members. And just this spring, uh, you helped us at AAPPR launch a roundtable series for our members. Now, 
I'll give the full disclosure. This came because we didn't have conference and we weren't all able to connect in person, either in our national conference or through affiliate conferences and networking events. Um, but we found a way to make it work virtually. And we're now having monthly roundtables on different topics. And, and you and I have been lucky enough to co-host and co-facilitate a lot of those sessions. And I have to say, I've had such a good time doing that. Mm -hmm. it, it's really building on those relationships. Um, you know, a lot of those sessions are, um, they may be themed based, but the discussion just flows in and out of different subjects. And it's really nice to hear members tell their stories. Um, and of like when we had our um, discussion on sourcing, you know, what worked well, what didn't work well. Um, and then we also had the opportunity to do from the larger group, do breakout groups. So then you got to connect with people that you may not have connected before, even at a conference, you may not have connected before. So you can introduce, you can get information. Um, hopefully you can use that list that of attendees that um, is given at the end of those uh, sessions to network with people and sh keep on sharing ideas. But it's, it's a great way to just um, learn from each other and, um, you know, in this world of social uh, isolation, connect with each other. Um, I, I, I get a lot out of, of those too, because it's like friends, I can talk to friends. <laughs> and um, I, as I think I have now the um, bad image of picking on people, um, if they don't talk, but that's okay. Um, I think when I do suggest that they engage, they're happy that they did. Um, and, you know, it's, it's so important to be able to share information with each other and learn from each other. And that's a great way, very casually um, to do that. I don't think it's a bad thing at all that you call on people. <laughs> we've, we've, seen, we've seen you call on people and just ask how they're doing and what's going on. And, and lo and behold, whoever it is brings forth, um, you know, this problem or challenge that they're having. And maybe they're the only recruiter in their organization or they're a team of one or two and they don't have the resources of a big academic medical center where they have seven or eight colleagues they can bounce things off of and and you know you call on them and now they share what they're going through and before you know it they've got 20 friends helping them solve their problem and talk it out and think of different solutions so um you know it's been, would, been fun it, it's been fun i would really encourage people new to the organizations to participate in those groups um because you do feel like you're all alone sometimes. Um, and probably more often than not, there's somebody that's experiencing the exact same thing you're going through that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, or they'll give you just one little piece of a nugget of, of, of hope or a nugget of, um, yeah, you go there, you're doing great, or uh, an encouragement or, advice that will take you to the next step um, and to encourage you on because sometimes recruitment can be kind of lonely. Um, you know, you, you, 
get people don't understand what you're going through unless they're in the field and those um just group settings allow you to network with others that really have the same feelings you do they, they are a little cathartic in some cases <laughs> I think it's true. We we've talked in other podcast episodes about, you know, it's it's hard. The the things that don't go well tend to stick with you. And the things that do go well tend to bounce off of us like Teflon. We don't we don't take the time to appreciate the successes we have. And what's nice about those roundtables is you know, hearing members share some of the things that they've done that have gone well or have worked well. And, and everybody on the call kind of gives them kudos and, and you sort of see their faces light up like, hey, yeah, that was great that I did that. Good job. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think that there is the, um, I mean, a wonderful, those uh, roundtables really allow you to have the great con connectivity with others. Um, and I, I, you know, it's, it's interesting um, sharing out information like, uh, everybody's now, a, a lot of those roundtables, people saying that they're um, hiring, their growth of hiring has just gone off the charts. And you would think with COVID that it would be different, but a lot of people are having upticks with um, recruitment initiatives and they're not celebrating that. Um, right. So yeah, just, I really think, um, and I love that we kept those groups small. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's, they're 20 or less and we, um, not always do little small breakouts, but, um, you know, sometimes we do, but it's purposely small. So there's people can exchange ideas easily. Absolutely. Um, so Donna, thank you so much for your time today. I'm, I'm going to ask the million dollar question. What's your advice for your fellow recruitment professionals? Get involved. Um, I and and reach out to to other people, um, whether it's through your um, local chapter, a shared interest group. Um, you know, there are so many people in this organization that um, want to help um, and want to see you shine. Uh, just as much as you want to shine and they're here to provide that knowledge and all they need is you to say i'm new um and they're they've got your back um this organization has allowed me to do things that i never thought i would do um and i love giving back because i've gotten so much out of it so um i would just again encourage people to get involved that's awesome. Good words of advice. And we'll see you soon. Uh, we've got more webinars coming up in November to round out uh, 2020 and then take us into 2021. And, and of course, the roundtables that we chatted about. I Donna, can't wait to see fun. more friends. I know. I get, I get really excited about them. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, thank you so much for chatting with us today. It's always so good to connect with you. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it very much. Have a good day. Thanks, Donna. Okay. Thank you for listening to the IMAAPPR podcast. For more information or to register for webinars and roundtables, 
please visit member.aappr.org events. If you've got a great idea or are interested in presenting a webinar, feel free to email us at info.aappr.org. Be sure to subscribe to stay up to date on our latest episodes. And for more information on AAPPR and the I Am AAPPR campaign, please visit our website, aappr.org.